Hello and welcome to GNA Podcast. I'm that guy, Matt Man, and with me today I have a special guest. Uh, well, actually, he's so special that he's a co-host. So we're co-hosting GNA now, everybody. It'll be excited or don't. But uh, Cecil, how are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Oh, I'm good. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. How you doing this this fine night? You enjoying some beverage? I heard you started early. Oh yeah, man. I've been uh, I've been kicking into. In fact, I made a quick quick alky run. Uh, I've got some Kraken rum with a little diet coke. Right now, I'm dipping into the private stock because uh, you know me. I love my damn rum. Kraken. I've, How about you? What are you drinking? I've never had Kraken. Everybody keeps bringing Ooh, it up. It's good. But I'm over here like, what's cracking with that cracking? Nah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying a icy cold uh, stone IPA. Nothing very fancy, nice, nice. but it's enjoyable. So we were gonna have some guests tonight, but apparently uh, everybody got busy. So it's just gonna be two guys, one cast. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad you didn't follow it up with a cup. Ooh, I wanted that almost to. got scary. It would have been kind of weird traveling to you to bring a cup, right? Yeah, yeah. Or vice versa. Long haul. Or vice long versa. Yeah, right. It's it's kind of warm. It's kind of warm here, so you might want to like come here instead of me go there. I don't know if we got a cup involved. <laughs> I, I might want that crisp cold air to be refreshing. <laughs> I won't say you want it, but you might want it, right? Exactly. So we were talking about what the hell were we talking about just a moment ago? We we're talking abandoned about, places. Yes, spooky shit. Also cool shit. All of the shit. Two girls, one cup. A little bit of that. Yep, yep. You can't <laughs> can't have an abandoned hotel without uh, two girls, one cup. So <laughs> no. So, so I, right I, I, I I I just got. I guess I'll, I'll roll into what we were talking about. I I um I've been playing until dawn again. Uh, it, for some reason, every time I think I can turn away from that game for a little while, I jump back into it. And I was watching you play Resident Evil not too long ago, which sparked me into, of course, trying to figure out where the hell they came up with, you know, just kind of kind of the inspiration for some of these places. Um, you know, specifically, have you have you played Until Dawn yet? I never have. It's definitely one that I want to. I, uh, I hear good things, but... Um... No, I have not checked it out, unfortunately. Yeah, if it, for for those for those who have played it, cool. For those who haven't, it's it's basically an interactive storyline or an interactive story with exploration elements. You know, it's got the it's got the the, the plot twists and the turns and whatnot, but uh, you know, it, it has a very spooky element to it, and it's you know it it takes a little bit of a turn for the supernatural. But there's one specific scene in it. it it takes place up on a up up on a on a mountain on a resort mountain type area and it gives a very claustrophobic feel kind of like uh, if you ever seen John Carpenter's the thing it gives you that very claustrophobic you know it's freezing cold outside and you really got nowhere to run type of place but there's this one scene in it where you get to an old abandoned asylum or sanitarium and it just it, uh, it it sparked me because I remembered this old place called Penhurst in Pennsylvania, and uh, have you ever heard of, you, you heard of that place, right? <clears throat> I absolutely have. Uh, before we before we started recording here, we were talking about it, and they they have like documentaries about this place. And I was telling Cecil that in the documentary they were doing some uh, very disturbing 
testing and <clears throat> basically human alteration, not of like uh, adding limbs and stuff, but some interesting stuff. So um, I don't know what the documentary is called, and I don't want to pretend like I do, but it is. Uh, it was really good. It's a really good documentary. Some crazy shit. Actually, so crazy that <clears throat> they started pulling normal people into the asylum, like within the town. And people just literally started, like, leaving the town. So they didn't get, like, just admitted to this asylum, even though they weren't, you know, fitting the bill, I guess you could say. Yeah, so there, there's this place, uh, Penhurst, which which totally creeps me out, which is, I was reading into it, and the really cool part about it is that you can actually, you can actually schedule a, um, a stay at this place. Would you stay there? Oh hell yeah, man! In a freaking heartbeat, I'd be uh, I'd be all down to stay there. Um, and it's funny because my my mom is like the biggest Freddy cat you can think of. Doesn't even watch scary movies. And I started talking about this place a few months back, and she's like, "I'll go with you." And I looked at her, I'm like, "You're gonna spend you know eight hours in the middle of the night at an old insane asylum?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm down." you're not (laughs) how much alcohol would you have to drink oh man could you even imagine like getting drunk and trying to do that kind of like okay so the the crazy thing about going like spooky places that are abandoned is you always go in there with the anticipation that you're going to get freaked out you're going to you're going to witness something you're going to see something you're going to hear something so already you're you already have it in your brain like I'm going to get spooked. So then your brain, the comedian that it is, is like, I'm going to create stuff. Exactly. All of a sudden you're looking at a corner you're like there's somebody over there. No, there's not. It's like yeah. some paint falling off the wall. No, I swear. I saw somebody. Right. And then you're drunk on top of that. Jeez. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That would be a hell of a thing. I realize the shit that I come up with when I'm drunk, let alone like not come up with and just let my brain go free. Yeah. Screw that noise. Screw yeah, it. And- and there's all sorts of if you if you dig into uh, I mean this is just me geeking out a little bit but if you dig into some of these abandoned places there's abandoned places all over the place uh, another another good place that uh, a friend of mine Zyberblood actually turned me on to was a place called Grossinger's in uh, the Catskills it's an old resort that uh, I think it was like something like 1986 or something or 19 no 1914 I think it was yeah they they built it. Wait, did you did you did you start off with 1986 and then go to 1914? I just got to point that off. That's a that's a large difference. It's yeah, a few numbers yeah, well, in between. I I, I was I, I think I was actually screwing up and thinking of when they closed, not when they opened. There you go. I'll, I'll <laughs> let, I'm going bl- to blame a whole lot of this rum. Um, but yeah, so this place is an old resort up in Catskills, and it's uh, it's literally it's an abandoned resort with pools, hot tubs, all this stuff in it. And the best part about it is that the golf course at this resort is still maintained and it's still being used. So you, you go to this resort and you go play golf and the backdrop is an old crumbling building with friggin' graffiti everywhere. The thing that I find that like amazing with these old places that were built <clears throat> back in the, uh, you know, the early 1900s or even, you know, even earlier than that is the construction that go that goes into this places is like phenomenal like as somebody that's in the construction field like some of this stuff even amazes me because 
like mo like in the modern day like uh, i'm like okay that's easy but back then when they didn't have the stuff that made our job that much easier that much like capable to like do crown molding and all that stuff like they did it back then when it was like all handcrafted and stuff it's insane it's it's exactly. it blows my mind dude exactly the, the what they had to work with but i mean that that brings me right on to like right back to like until dawn and, and resident evil so I can like I'm just looking at these these pictures of Grossinger's and of Penhurst Asylum, and these are just just two places. I mean, just taking a look at like the complex and stuff, and I can completely see where games like Resident Evil, you know, like the original Resident Evil, would get their their major floor plan for, you know, these giant mansions, which literally just these giant asylums. Sorry, that literally just look like mansions, and. uh just the stuff inside i can just i can totally see where they get that kind of you know inspiration for where they you know shit just it's just something as simple as going to get pictures for textures and stuff absolutely and what's crazy is uh as uh as gamers or as people that like i mean i'm i'm into horror genre i love like i loved resident evil um i like getting the shit scared out of me but like we have like a already like a preset image of creepy and haunted and all that stuff like it's just kind of crazy to to um see like actually pictures of existing places where it's like yeah that's creepy that's creepy because i know that that's creepy so and it, yeah <laughs> it's so funny so when i started playing resident evil i had uh because i streamed all of it and i uploaded it on youtube <clears throat> but when i uh when I first started playing, somebody came in. They're like, "Man, this looks like it's you know was filmed on the back, uh, the backwoods of Louisiana." And I was like, "That's funny because that's exactly where it's placed." <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "No shit, I live in Louisiana, so it looked like some shit I could go outside and see myself finding." Is is pretty funny. Well, that's that's like the cool part when you take when you take a look at games like Resident Evil and uh, and I keep saying Resident Evil mostly because you're playing it. But, uh, you know, Evil Within, Resident Evil, all those horror genres. Hell, even like Silent Hill. I mean, Silent Hill was, was, is probably by far one of my favorite horror games to date. Um, but you can, you can just take a look at some of the, the floor plans and some of the layouts and some of the ideas that they come up with. And I can just, I mean, I'm just looking at pictures of this place and I'm coming up with spooky ideas of how I can turn that into a game. Um, I mean, shit, it's, and even looking at like the floor plans and stuff. You can, you know, games like Dead Space can even pull from it because you just need, you just need a way of making a building, you know, it doesn't, doesn't as long as it's functional in some way. Uh, like, but there's another game. Jesus Christ. That was a game that scared the shit out of me. Silent Dead Hill? Space. Oh, Dead Space? Well, no, Silent oh Hill too, my God. God, that, that game single-handedly made me stomp on everything that was moving and not. Dude, that game was so good. Um, that was the first game that I legitimately went and got and played in the complete dark because I I had heard it was scary and I was like I want to experience this full force and that game is the game is terrifying even like to go back and play it now I was like ooh I forgot how good this game was how terrifying it was even when you know it's gonna happen fear oh, yeah, that's fear, why I... fear was another game that it's just a shooter man it, there's nothing to the game fear I mean that's that sets it aside from other games uh, but that game was creepy as hell. I don't do kids. I don't do kids. Oh, yeah. Anything that does with kids, 
game over. That you got, you got me. Hook, line, and sinker, and shit in my pants. Dude, do you remember that spot in Fear where you're climbing the uh, where you're climbing the ladder like right at the beginning, and as soon as you get to the top, there she is walking at you. Yeah, yeah. My, the one that I I remember is is uh, one of the big parts that I remember that I was like, nope, this game, screw this game, I'm out. I don't want to play it anymore. Is uh, it's actually towards the end of the game, and you're riding in an elevator, and you know the lights flicker, so you know something's gonna happen, and then. Like, literally, she appears behind you in the elevator with a crazy-ass face, and then the light turns back on, she's gone. Like, that's the worst kind of jump scare ever. Like, a little creepy-looking kid. Nah, yeah. Give me flashbacks, I might have to buy it and go play it again. That was actually the first PC game I ever played as well. Oh, man. Come on, that's that's going back a ways for me. But yeah. that, I, did play, I did play that on PC. That was the original place to play Fear. Yep. Fear two they released on console, but yeah, Fear was you can only play it on PC. Now they, I think now they released it for. No, I don't think it is for consoles. I, don't, I think I just don't PC think still. Yeah, I don't think I. I mean, it, it might have been, and I missed it, but I don't remember seeing it for. Uh, I don't remember seeing it for consoles. Yeah, I don't think it was. Well, I mean, speaking of the whole horror genre, like, where is the hor- horror genre of video games today, or even like movies? Have you seen Split? Have you seen that movie Split? I have not. I've heard very good things about oh, it, though. Oh, man. Well, you go you go into that movie expecting kind of like a horror flick, but that movie is super suspenseful. It's super... It's such a, it's such a good movie. Isn't that such a, a uh, M.I. Shyamalan flick? Yes, it is. Yeah, I've always uh, I've always enjoyed Shyamalan stuff. Even The Village. The Village was a which, very different type of movie. It was, <laughs> but I, 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 it really had me hook, line, and sinker there for a while. And then when they started explaining it all, I'm like, all right. And when they did the whole big twist at the end, I was really scratching my head going, what exactly did I just watch? I- yeah. That's the one thing that like I can say about like M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong is what I like to call him, is uh, he does movies in a different way. He's he's a, He does stuff different. I mean, that's, that's what sets stuff apart and brings the audience that specifically want that right is something different something that they like so yeah, yeah. i enjoy like signs still hands down is one of my favorite movies ever you know what that was the one with mel gibson wasn't it yes sir i don't think i ever saw that what the hell is wrong with you uh guys uh and that's it for the podcast <laughs> ladies and gentlemen uh, i'll be looking for a new co-host uh, as of tonight <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it right after the cast. I'm gonna you, go watch it. You should, man. Um, yeah. Are you, hey, look. Are, be happy because if Garbe was here right now, we would have listed off all these movies, and he would have said, "Nope, I haven't seen that. Nope, I haven't seen that. Nope, I haven't seen that." <laughs> yeah, if it came out uh, before uh, the year 2000, he hasn't seen it because he wasn't should, around. <laughs> even even movies after the year 2000, I started listing so many. I think I gave him one night. I think I gave him a list of about 30 movies. And other people were there too, and giving him other movies to watch. And I, I think I personally gave him a, a list of at least twenty-five or thirty movies to watch that he hasn't seen. Things like you know, Clerks, Down Periscope, oh god, even like Red Dragon and stuff like that. Clerks, I have never seen the entire movie. I've literally only like I that and Chasing Amy. I literally only catch certain parts of that damn movie. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen the entire movie, but I've never sat down and watched it from start to finish. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's the end of the podcast. I'll be looking for a new co-host. 
This this is the part where uh, GNA branches out to two entirely different shows, named the same thing. And then it's a battle between the two. <laughs> yeah. No, he's wrong. He doesn't like freaking signs. That guy. <laughs> I, said I didn't like it. I just said I hadn't seen it yet. I'm excited I'm to, a... to hear what you say about it. I'm. It's it's a little dated. Um, oh, I don't care, man. I love. Uh... If it's a good movie, I love it. It's just like a good game. Like okay, so it's like Silent Hill. Silent Hill, the original one, came out for PlayStation. Dated as fuck. But you know what? That game is still friggin' fun. Even with its clunky ass controls, it is still fun. And you know what? I'll bet you money that if I pick, if I turned it on right now, if I I plugged in the old PSX, plugged it in, turned it on, I bet you I would still be scared of that damn game. Dude, the, the person that created Silent Hill is a special individual. Because those monsters and creatures and stuff is some, some just out of control. It was a of, Konami production, wasn't it? Nah, I couldn't tell you if it was or not. Uh, all I know is I enjoyed the movies. I did like the movies. I like what they did with them. But um, the games, I think I only played Silent Hill 3. What was, yeah, the, what was the one? What was the one that came out? So there was like the Silent Hills, and then there was one where you walked around with the camera. That was all you did. And then oh, there, that was a uh, Fatal Frame. Fa- oh, so that wasn't even the same kind of game. That Fatal Frame. You're, you're talking about where you're the chick, the Chinese, the Chinese style chick, or Japanese chick roaming around. You had to take pictures of stuff. I remember that game. That uh, yeah, I, I believe that Silent Hill. And they came out with or not Silent Hill. Um, Fatal Frame, and they came out with two of them. One was, uh, I think the second one was called Crimson Butterfly. Fatal Frame sounds, yeah, that I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you're right. That's what it was called. Well, the, there was a Silent Hill game that came out that was released just after Fatal Frame. That's the one I played because my buddy was playing Fatal Frame, and he's like, "Oh, it's like Silent Hill." I was like, "What's Silent Hill?" He's like, "You've never played Silent Hill." And I was like, "No." He's like, "Dude, the new one comes out." Um, the new one comes out, like, it was, like, literally the next month. He's like, here's my game books for one and two. I think, I'm pretty sure it was three. He's like, here's my game books for the first two. Read the, or look through these so you understand the story. I'm like, oh, okay. So, I love those, I loved those, uh, the games and the movies. Speaking of movies and how much I love the games, uh, Resident Evil movies. <laughs> we'll talk about that for a second. <laughs> Uh, have uh, you seen the final chapter? I have not. I heard. Uh, I heard it is just the biggest, dumbest movie of 2017, and it'll probably well, stay that way even though 2017 just started. I was gonna say I uh, I have heard both good and bad about it. Um, I, yeah, I don't like what yeah, they look, did with the umbrella stuff. Like, I don't know. Well, you know, I I would have liked him to stick a little closer to the. You know, to the to the game storyline, just to kind of keep it flowing a little bit more, keep it less apocalyptic and more kind of how they did in the in the games, where they tried to keep it contained and they tried to, you know, keep the whole secrecy around it. That would have been cool, but that's really hard to do in a movie element. I mean, they started out good with the whole with it being down in like a hidden testing facility where. You know, everything was locked out, and then the second one, you know, happened, and it was like, ooh, they did get out. It's like, come on, just keep them contained. You know, take a story like like Resident Evil 7, the game. Like, that story, I wasn't expecting 
that story to go and be what it was. Um, I actually didn't really have high hopes for it until I played the demo thing. And, like, I like what they did with it. I'm excited for the DLCs because I think the DLCs are slowly going to uh, start um, explaining, like, how Umbrella ha is tied into it. Because right now, anybody that hasn't played the game, um, hopefully, if you listen to this, you aren't going to play the game. Because, spoiler alert, I won't tell you the ending, but the spoiler alert, there's basically a little girl on this on this ship that crashes. Oh, she actually goes crazy because she wants to be free. Basically a testing subject. And that's like the only tie-in of the game that you get to kind of like Umbrella with the chemical testing. But it doesn't really say anything about chemicals. It's just like, hey, this little girl is, you know, needs to be babysat. Like, don't let her free. Blah, blah, blah. So, and then she ends up getting free and... Yeah, the shit goes south, but they end up in this small house in Louisiana, and shit, shit goes cray cray. It's a great game, man. It is phenomenal. I I gotta play it still, but you know what? I think I'm gonna wait until they release the DLC and they give you like a game of the year edition that's just got everything lumped into one. There you go. I wouldn't be mad about that. The but, the price is a little bit steep for for yeah, for a, the time for yeah just a ten hour campaign. Yeah, that's the only thing that really turned me off. I, I, I played the demo, and I was I was really digging the demo. I, I wasn't 100% on board, only because of the first-person aspect. I'm so used to Resident Evil being a third-person aspect. So I was, I was a little less on board, but the, the demo freaked me out. I said, okay, this is getting back to the roots. And then I thought about it and said, Jesus, if I do this in VR, I'm going to need to wear my brown pants. And I said, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing the VR thing. I can't do it. And uh, and then I, then it released. I said, okay, I don't have the money yet. I'm gonna go out and get it later. And then I started like watching you and your stream. And then I started doing, reading some reviews, and every single one of them said the same exact thing that you did. It's short. I'm like, oh man, yeah. sixty bucks for ten hours of gameplay. Am I, am I really that desperate? And then I was looking at, look, how how about goes the replay value? What's the hunting value like? And all of them saying, it's not great. So I was like, oh, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a tough uh, chunk of change to swallow. Um, some companies I'm like that with. It's like, all right, it's their their new product. I'm dropping I'm dropping the cash because I I got to check it out. But I'm not disappointed oh, yeah. that I did that with this game. I just I I it it's it annoys it not annoys me it sucks that i have to pay additional to play release content with it like that's my thing like some of these games um you know want you to buy the game and then they want you to buy a season pass which get unlocks all the rest of the content it's like i already paid 60 dollars. you should give me you should give me everything <laughs> just give it all to me god damn it all your games are mine but yeah, what other what other horror games are there out like or that have come out recently? There's Until Dawn. There's um, Out Outlast. Is that what it's called? Outlast. Yep. That's Alien, first person style. Aliens was kind of like a kind of like that, right? It was a little bit. More oh yeah, like yeah, a survival yeah, yeah. That, horror. That of. was that was more like uh, that was less survival horror though, but that that was more like the Amnesia, the Dark Descent style, where you don't where you can't fight back. You don't have an option of fighting back. There is no fighting back. That was a great game. Did you ever play that by any I, chance? Amnesia? It's, it's, no, I did not. 
Oh my god, that that game right there when it came out, I caught it. Oh god. I caught it just before it was released. And uh and I I can remember I was in a bar and I was talking to this dude who I think he what magazine was he working for? Shit. God, it, it was right, it was right in Albany too. Remy ended up uh Ended up getting the vault. What, what what's that? Uh, adrenaline vault. You remember that place? I don't. It was, it's a, it's it's a it was a website, and I I can't remember if they had a magazine for it, but I remember it was the Adrenaline Vault website, and this dude wrote articles for it, and uh, I remember I, t- I was telling him about this game, Amnesia: The Dark Descent, because I'd heard so much about it. Uh, you know, just through digging through and finding stuff randomly. And, you know, this was oh Christ, what was it, like ten years ago? I guess. When the hell did Amnesia come out? Damn, you're old. I am old, aren't I? Anyway, so, so <laughs> I start I started checking out this game Amnesia, and I, I I emailed the devs and I was like, hey, you know, this looks interesting. It was it was before that way before they were releasing, and uh, just like right before they released, they they sent me a bunch of links to some videos that uh, that I got to watch like the first like couple hours of the game. It's like, man, this this is the shit. So I told this guy at the Adrenaline Vault, who, who wrote for the Adrenaline Vault, I'm like, hey, dude, it's like you got to check this game out. And he, he was he was passing off like, yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever. And I was like, no, dude, just just check it out. Take five minutes and check it out. If you if you watch, I said, there's got to be something on YouTube for it. If you can watch through one YouTube video and not get that sensation that you need to use the bathroom, I said, then just I'm I'm full of shit. I can go, you know, don't ever listen to me again. So it was funny. The next week, I had to go back, fixing their point of sale or something, and I went back. And the guy goes, "Hey, uh, I checked out that uh, checked out Amnesia game." And I was like, "Yeah, what'd you think?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I pre-ordered it. That that shit's gonna be good." I'm like, "Yeah, isn't it?" <laughs> so yeah, I've never heard sure, of it. Sure as hell, fucking like it was not two days later. I see a, a friggin' article he writes on the Adrenaline Vault about it. I'm like, "You're shitting me, you cockknocker." Didn't That's even mention awesome. anything, like nothing that he's just, yeah, this great game, yada yada. Not this not this super handsome guy that told me about this game, otherwise I wouldn't yeah. be writing this article. Yeah. No, this sexy guy with long hair. <laughs> yeah, I can honestly say that's the first time I've seen you do uh voice and video. <laughs> oh yeah, it is a, it is weird to see my face and see all the voices I do. <laughs> just imagine my wife's had to put up for that for like twenty years. Oh man, God bless her heart. She doing okay? She hasn't seen like some asylums lately, has she? Uh, no, no. But the thing is, yeah, well, that's the thing. She is terrified of asylums, and you know, one day I'm just gonna get her drunk, and she's gonna wake up in one. Oh my God! And she's gonna a, probably kill me for it. They have a place pretty close to where I'm at. It's called the uh, the Domes, and it's uh, on the way like to Tucson, Arizona. Basically, it's like. <clears throat> silos they tried a new technique of like nuclear um protection and it's just like crazy crazy uh dense uh concrete domes and they say it's pretty haunted so we got kind of drunk one night and drove out there and tried to see some shit all i got was muddy but i mean all that stuff's pretty cool man to go check out and i don't know every once in a while like uh letting your mind play tricks on you is kind of get your uh 
uh, motor skills going. I guess I don't know. I enjoy it. I enjoy. Well, you ever do any like go like like go to Honda places and see if you like urban exploration urban exploration type shit. I, just, I don't know. Is that what they would call it? I mean, ghost hunting. I don't know. Uh, I've done I've done ghost hunting before. Yeah, we uh well the place I grew up in old uh a uh, small revolutionary town up in New York, northern New York. Uh had all sorts of things around um old revolutionary cemeteries, uh battlegrounds, the the whole nine yards. And it was just a uh it was a hotbed for just interesting activity. Uh and you know, just being a being a young kid, you always you always look for that little thing that's going to spook you. I'm a firm believer that you got to get the shit scared out of you at least once a year. It's kind of like getting <laughs> blind puking drunk. You've got to get blind puking drunk at least once a year. Just so you can say, yeah, I did it. I'm good. Don't need to do it again. You know, you don't need, you don't want that stuff to build up because, you know, you don't get the shit scared out of you. And all of a sudden, you know, a few years go by, and then Jason Voorhees is knocking on your door going, hey, dude, uh, you haven't been scared in a few years, so i got to come kill you now. You know, you can't <laughs> let that shit happen. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, god damn it, what the hell, Final Destination. Like, oh, you escaped it this year. Well, now I'm here to finish you off. Exactly, exactly. Oh, you didn't get scared the shit out of you last year? Oh, uh, guess what? It's going to be double this year. So now not only do you need your brown pants, but you might as well make your bed, you know, use the brown sheets too. So well, hell, dude, we uh we talked about um a little bit of the horror games you playing until dawn and stuff. Is that does that kind of what you're playing right now, or are you kind of all over the place in your gaming? Actually, yeah, I've slowed down a bit, mostly because I'm I'm doing the school gig right now. But uh, until dawn just keeps pulling me back. Like I've I've played through that game, I think twice so far, and I I've gone going back through for a third time, uh, just because. Every time I play it, I just seem to find something new, something I missed last time. And that's the cool part about the game is that, you know, you can you can crank through it in a really short amount of time. I think the first playthrough I did was like maybe 15 hours. You know, it wasn't long at all. And I just, I literally ran through the game as fast as I could. Um, my brother had told me about it and I kind of ignored it and, uh, and then I finally picked it up for, I don't know, 15 bucks or something. I said, all right, I'm just going to I'm gonna play through this because I, I was deep into Destiny, so I had to back off of Destiny for a little bit. I said, you know what, I'm going to play through this. And I just ran straight through it because my brain was telling me, hey, you got to get through and beat this game because you said you would so you can get back to playing Raids and Destiny. Well, I got through it the first time, and as I said, I got through it in about 15 hours. And at the moment I got done with the game, I turned around and I said, you know what? I think I got to go back and redo that because I can do better. Too many people died. I can do better. <laughs> so, so it's people die or people don't die. I mean, there's there's ways that game can actually change or. Well, the 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 big the story is a linear story straight okay. through. You know, it's it's a it's it's just like reading a book, but who survives at the end is all dependent on how you play it. So, I gotcha. well, so spoiler alert, for instance, you get to a situation where you are, you're two people sitting across from one another and there's a gun in front of you and the guy can pick up the gun and he's given a choice. He can either shoot the person in front of him or shoot himself. 
Well, just like in real life, you have a third situation. You cannot pull the trigger and not shoot anybody. Well, the cool part is, and, and the, the attention to detail on this, which was really cool, is that all the little things that you do get people pissed at you or like you or, you know, stay neutral. So if you shoot this girl or you attempt to shoot this girl, she gets pissed at you. And later on, when you're playing that character again and you're running from the big bad, instead of her opening the door and letting you in because you tried because you tried to shoot her, she says, nope, leaves the door closed and you get oh, ready. Oh, shit. So little things like that. And that's that's just some of the little things. I mean, they really did a great job on the little aesthetics. Um, like... A great, for instance, I was just playing. Uh, my friend Zyberblood and I were were talking. I, I was I was streaming on Twitch, and we were playing a scene where I'm walking through that old asylum, and I've, and my character has a lantern. You know, one of the old school oil lanterns. Well, okay. I used to use these things all the time when I would go camping because I I used to camp a lot. So I always had these oil lanterns, um, you know, oil lanterns, flares, uh, nothing electronic because you know you you never knew if you're ever going to have electricity. And one of the things that caught me that I didn't pick up, honestly, until this playthrough was that when you walk around and you move the lamp up and down to try to try to get your light somewhere, the lamp squeaks from where the handle attaches to the, to the lamp. To the lamp and, it, yeah. and it makes that squeak. And as soon as I heard it, I went, holy crap. I tuned it out because I'm so used to hearing it from when I used to camp. <laughs> I tuned, I completely tuned it out, and I, I didn't even realize it was happening until all of a sudden I had my my headphones on and I had the sound cranked right up, and I heard, like it it was, annoyingly audible at that point in time, and I went, wait a second. I said, I think my lantern's squeaking, and I started moving around. I'm like, dude, that's a hell of a detail to put in the game, and it was just something that simple that really added to the aesthetics of the whole thing because as i said i tuned that noise completely out the first two playthroughs never even realized it was there and this third time finally i'm listening and i'm like holy shit so Which it's course, not it's not really like the gameplay per se that has got you back like the replayability it's it's uh a different experience every time you play it, so that's what kind of keeps you keeps you interested yeah, yeah. I mean, you're again. You're playing through the same story, but you know, this time through, did um, you know, did 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 I fight back for the maniac, or did I go down the left path instead of the right path? Did I hit every single timed event when I was chasing after Samantha, or did I screw up? You know, it's. The, the replay avail the replayability is there. It's definitely significant. If not, just to see what happens when you either save everybody or kill everybody. You know, just for that simple fact. I mean, you've got that playthrough, that playability through it. I want to go back and play Resident Evil in uh, uh, Madman mode, but that game fucking scared the shit out of me in normal mode, so I'm kind of <laughs> nervous. I like so. So when I uh, when I finally beat the game, <clears throat> you know, I was streaming and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I beat the game, cool. And then it was like, Mad, Madman now un unlocked. <clears throat> I was like, okay, let's see what that is. Well, before, in normal mode, I could 
similar, well, similar but different. I guess it's similar to Dark Souls 2, where <clears throat> you could go to your little campfire, you can go through a wave of enemies, and then you can go back to your campfire, and then you can save, and then go back out, kill the enemies. Well, anyways, after you killed the enemies ten times in a row, they just never spawned again. So it was kind of like a way to clear out your path to be able to get to the next campfire. Well, I treated Resident after a couple times. I treated started treating Resident Evil the same way, except I would just save. I would save. I'd go down. I'd kill you know a bad guy, come back up, save, go back down. You know whatever. I was I was saving more frequently. Well, Mad Men mode, you uh, you have to pick up cassettes in order to save, and in each like checkpoint, there's maybe one cassette. So it's so, like the old school Resident Evil where you had to get those ink cartridges. Yes, exactly, dude. And I'm like, ah, goddamn, I'm not that good at video games anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I can, <laughs> I'm going to beat my head against this freaking TV, you know? Like, I want to do it because you get a lot more powerful weapons in the Mad Men. Like, obvious, like you have your handgun that's, you know, like the old school uh, Resident Evil where once you beat it, you unlock unlimited ammo so you can use your handgun for everything all the time you know you don't have to pick up rounds or anything like that i mean obviously you're playing at a different at a harder difficulty so that's why they give you that but i i i love that like throwback to kind of like you said the ink cartridges you know now now i got the cassette tapes it's pretty cool i love it i love that game i want to go back through it but ah that game scared the shit out of me but yeah, I've I've been so busy. I haven't even played anything. Like I'll probably fire up Destiny, maybe do some trials runs or something tonight for a little bit as long as I can manage. But dude, I've been I've been working. It's been crazy busy, so not much game time, unfortunately. Well, geez, I was I was actually thinking about doing trials runs after this, but it seems now I got to go watch Signs. There you go. You do need to watch Signs. You seriously like. I want a I want a uh, evaluation on the movie by uh, what time do we start this your time ten o'clock so one thirty I'm gonna need an evaluation on the movie by one thirty. <laughs> All right, well, just a heads up by one thirty. I'm probably gonna be about half a bottle to three quarters of a bottle in. That uh, <laughs> that evaluation might have more slur in it than actual words. <laughs> it's just gonna be a paragraph of Z's. Are you sleeping while you type this? Yeah, you'll just you'll just see like like the A S and R buttons just completely repeated, and it's where my face fell on the keyboard. <laughs> awesome, yeah, I'm super excited for you to watch that movie. Um, any other horror movies that you recommend? I don't know. I don't know if I haven't Ooh. seen one. Well, man, uh, now, now you're getting into my favorite genre when you come into horror movies. Have you ever seen? Uh, now this is a it's mildly cheesy, but uh, well actually there's two of them. Have you ever seen the original House on Haunted Hill? Yes, Vincent absolutely, Price? absolutely. That movie's did amazing. You, did you see the remake? Remake, yes, I did. What did you think of the remake? Um, obviously the remake was more in my era. Um, so watching the old one was kind of like a, a sit down with my grandfather and watch a, a scary movie that's not scary. But the new the new one I thoroughly enjoy. I really like it as a horror movie. 
uh, I was gonna say there if you haven't if you're listening if you haven't seen House on Haunted Hill the uh, the remake, it uh, it takes place in the old in an old asylum so it gives you that little claustrophobic feel, but it's got uh, the cast in it. I was surprised on how decent <laughs> they did because you know you go you when you when anybody whenever you watch a horror movie you're always thinking to yourself, well there's going to be some cheesy ass acting there's going to be some jump scares and that's going to be that, but. Uh, I got to admit, there there was less cheesy acting than I expected, and uh, and the jump scares were good. They they really kept that mystery like the original House on Haunted Hill, where where they kept everything. Well, just like in the old all, all those old movies, you know, uh, Dracula, the Wolfman, all that stuff. They left a lot of it to imagination, and in the remake of House on Haunted Hill, they left. For a significant amount of the movie, a lot of it to imagination. Like, you really had to think what's going on until, think about the time when they got to that security guard sitting in the chair. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit's on now. It's happening. This is happening now. I Um, I liked that. I I really liked that movie. We watched it, me and my wife, like around Halloween time, we watch it every year. That and uh, 13 Ghosts is one of our favorite movies ever. To sit down that, and watch. Thirteen Ghosts. I remember that. Do you, uh, that was a remake as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I don't know if I saw the original one. That and another um, uh, horror movie that I really like to watch uh, is uh, Descent. You've seen Descent, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, dude, that movie surprised the hell out of me because that's like some type of shit that could really like happen. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it can't happen, but at the same time, it could because if you're down there with the low oxygen levels, like your mind could be playing some messed up shit on you, and you know, you, yeah, there's a lot of thing that comes with spelunking, but yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, horror movies, have you? Uh, and and I'm and you're either a lover or a hater, but did you ever see the original Blair Witch? Blair Witch Project. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, me and 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 this is just my my personal view when I when it came out. I got totally into the hype of the Blair Witch. Like I watched the sci-fi special where they went to the town of Blanchford and were interviewing everybody and all that stuff. So I really got full balls deep into the whole mythos of Blair Witch. So when I first saw the original Blair Witch. I, I went into it already thinking, well, shit, man, this, this stuff could actually happen. What the, what the hell's going on here? Um, right. So there was that. So that was my take on Blair Witch when I first saw it. So Blair Witch 2 came out. The What the hell was it? The Book of Shadows or whatever. I'm lame. over in. It was lame as hell, but I was over at my brother's house in, I think it was in New Hampshire at the time. And I had to hop <laughs> over the, I had to hop over the mountain. So I'm over at my I'm over at my brother's house, and of course we're watching it in the late late into the night, and I'm like, well, shit, I got to drive home now. So we watched that movie, and the scene where the uh, the kids were in the road and they found all the handprints on the car, yeah, and then just the whole mind fuck that they did at the end of that movie. So I'm sitting here like in a damaged state now, okay? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got to drive home. So I'm driving back, and I'm driving over the mountain over I think it was Bromley Mountain. And I'm, I'm I'm cruising over this mountain, and all of a sudden, like it gets it gets Silent Hill foggy out. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I, I like I had my window kind of partially down because it was uh, I, God, what the hell was I think I think there was something busted with the heat, so it was always on full blast. It was like on sweating balls off hot, or it was you know freeze your balls off cold. Those are your two options in the car. So it was one of those turn the heat on, open the window, so you you know the left side of your face is freezing cold, but the right side's on fire, and you you kind of even out in the middle. <laughs> so like I'm driving back, and it starts getting foggy. So of course I start to slow down because I'm like, well shit, I can only see. I see about 30, 40 feet ahead of me. And then all of a sudden it gets closer. I'm like, shit, I can only see like 15, 10 feet ahead of me now. This is getting spooky, so I'm slowing down. Well, as you as you start going over the mountain, you start hearing some weird shit in those woods, dude. <laughs> so next thing I know, I'm freaking doing 60, 70 miles an hour. I can only see about 10 feet in front of me. There are turns coming up. I'm not even, I'm, shit, I'm, I'm barely making it through these turns. And the only thing I'm thinking to myself the whole time is there better not be any fucking children in this road because I'm mowing those assholes down. I'm not stopping. <laughs> We're not checking this out. We're not playing that game. I'm going right through them. So can, funny, funny story about my Blair Witch uh, experience is uh, I was about 15 15 16 when it came out right had no business going to see yeah i had no business going to see that movie well my older brother the funny guy that he is thought it would be a good idea for us to go see it um before we went camping gotta love brothers and uh yeah so there was that and uh so so no i mean i I enjoy camping right so every morning you know being a guy you gotta you gotta you gotta whiz in the morning you gotta have that that morning morning leak right well all through the night um it was uh mating season elk mating season so during during mating season elk like to um clean their uh their their rack basically on trees so it gives almost like a clunking noise similar to the goddamn rock noise in fucking Blair Witch movie. So I had to oh. sleep. I had to sleep with this noise going on thinking I'm going to fucking die tonight. Like I'm a kid. I'm the only kid here. <laughs> like it's fucking game over. You know, I'm like so I wake up to take a piss expecting rocks in front of my tent or something. Well, no, my fucking uncle set up fucking twigs hanging from the trees outside. Of, so it was a whole big old ploy of like let's fucking freak Matt out in this trip. Well, I wake up and uh, go take a whiz. I see these things, and I'm like, I can't go back into the tent. I got to pee. I'm going to pee my pants. So I'm peeing. Well, over to my right is this elk, like literally 25 feet. I've never, I haven't been camping since, I think. Like between the mixture of everything, of like the dolls hanging, like my uncle's a dick, my brother's a dick, who's a fucking dick. So I watched the new Blair Witch. Did you, you watch that, I, I assume, I, right? I, I did, yes. And dude, that movie actually kind of freaked me the fuck out. Like the, I gotta say, I I like where they went with it. I like that. Uh, I like that the original guys let them really have carte blanche on it and just go hog wild. Um, especially that house. Did you see? Did, did you did you watch any of the, like the extras and stuff with that? I on, I uh, did not. Nah. So the original house that was in the Blair Witch Project that you know was Rustin Parr's house that they ended up in all the way at the end. Oh, whoops, spoiler alert. Uh, so the original house that they ended up in, the guy who owned that house, because that was a real house, the guy who owned that house ended up tearing it down because people kept coming and taking pictures of it and shit, and he just oh, was shit. tired of getting people trespassing on his property, so he tore the house down. Well, the best part, that house that they were in at the end is a rebuild, 
but they rebuilt that house literally to exact specifications. Like they took all the different fan films, fan pictures, fan everything about that house. Places, you know, scenes where or angles that weren't in the movie at all, and they rebuilt that house from scratch. That's insane, dude. That's some dedication to keep <clears throat> to have something as a you know to maintain originality. Yeah, so that's like, that's lengths yeah, to go to. That's insane. That's cool. Maybe I should watch some special features. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know. Just just like the aura of that movie, I guess from being young and kind of like I remember, I remember when they played like previews on the TV. It was like treated like this this girl was actually missing. Exactly. Like this, this group was actually like in the real world missing. Like, so being young and naive, like I thought that it was like a case going on. So. I actually believed the whole fucking thing. Yep. And then I and then I went, you know, it wasn't until the second one came out. Like honestly, it's it wasn't until the second one came out that I was like, "Oh, it's just a fucking movie. That's some bullshit, you know?" So Blair Witch to me was a whole different movie than most. Um so when this new one came back, it was like a lot of like flashbacks to like how the shit went. I don't know. Yeah. Like the the noise, that fucking noise, the noise of when the shit's going down. Well, probably forever haunt my ass forever <laughs> yeah that I, I i agree it went it definitely went back to its roots it kind of kind of reminded me of the um oh christ that riddick the the riddick movies how the original pitch black kind of had pitch that claustrophobic black. feel mm-hmm. and then chronicles of riddick was really more like a grandiose scale but then they went back to riddick and it really got back more down to that claustrophobic feel a little um, bit. Yep. Yep. I hear. But you. yeah, that that's that's exactly how I felt about the, uh, the 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 newest Blair Witch. I really felt, especially where they went on and explained the whole alternate. You know, they they really separated out into kind of an alternate reality thing versus a they just went disappeared in the woods. You know, it, it really explains why they couldn't find them. But did you uh, did you catch on at the very end of the? Oh, again, spoiler alert. Uh, the very end of the new Blair Witch, where she was outside and she looks at that tree. Nope. You didn't see. You didn't realize that that was the same tree that they started at, where they found the oh, footage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When she, yeah, when she looks up, yes, yes, uh, the, the split tree. Yeah, it's the exact same tree. Only she turns around and there's a house there, but when they originally found it, there was no house there. Correct, that was yeah. uh, that was really cool. That added an element of what the hell to that movie. Well, just the end, just ending like that's probably one of the things i i i hate like not hated about the movie but i wish they would have been done different because i won't talk about the ending specifically but it almost makes you think that the shit's gonna go one way and then it goes how you original like when they went in the house you thought it was gonna go one way and then as she's as she's going through it you're like oh well at the very end you're like oh okay maybe maybe this yeah. other thing's gonna happen and then it it, it goes out oh, it's just it's just a very I think I think the ending is very shallow. I think they could have done a lot better with it, but but it was interesting. It was definitely a different take on what the original story was. Well, I'm glad that they stayed along the lines of not uh, of keeping your imagination going. They didn't show you a lot. Yeah, exactly. They really they they gave you glimpses. They gave you little aspects of it. Um but again, if uh, if you watch the extras, he even says they never actually show the Blair Witch. 
Yeah, they just show like its arm and stuff move. Well, the, like, well, no, no, no. They they even they even specify they never show any part of the Blair Witch. Huh. I know well, that's exactly I'm, that's the exact face I had when I when I read that. I, I when I listened to that, I went what? I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to go watch these damn extras. Killing me, Smalls. They're good, man. They're good. Another great horror movie. If you ever get a chance, have you seen Sinister? Yep. I have seen Sinister. I don't think there's really any horror movies that you could name that I haven't seen. Oh, a challenge, you say? Yeah, I've 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 watched a lot. Uh, one of my ex girlfriends in the past was like super into horror movies, so yeah, we watched we watched a lot. All right, well let's go uh, let's go with something let's go with something nice and easy. Nineteen eighties, uh, The Shining. Absolutely. All Here's right, all right. Johnny. Come on, man. Just making sure. Just making sure. We got to start easy. Okay, okay. Let's go with something a little bit more obscure. How about Oculus? Oculus. I've seen Oculus. That uh, is that, a very dated fucking movie. <laughs> that yeah, it's not that dated. It's it's. Come on, man. <laughs> when, when did Oculus come out? It came out what two thousand fourteen, two thousand twelve. It wasn't too. It wasn't that soon, was it? Oh, it was like two thousand and six. I gotta look it up now. When the hell did Oculus come out? 2013. No shit. I wasn't that far off when I said 12. Yeah, that that feels. I feel like that movie came out a long time ago. A lot, a long time before that. Um, actually, you know what? What movie keeps getting labeled as a horror movie? But I mean, I guess it kind of is a horror movie. But The Cabin in the Woods. You ever see that? Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Yeah, I think that's it's a, a, a. Isn't that a Joe Sweden flick? I'm not Joss good with Whedon. direct. I was gonna say I'm not good with actors or directors' names. Well, I, and and I'm probably gonna yell that for saying it the way I do, but that's just the way I did. But Joe uh, Joe Whedon, um, guy who did Buffy, Angel, Firefly. Buffy hated Buffy. Never, never fully invested in Firefly. I made it to like episode two, three. Oh dear yep. Lord! Yeah, you just you just went down points, man. I know, man. I know. It's just down so it's many points. super cheesy for me. I don't know. It's just super cheesy. Like I'm so I'm when that movie when that show TV series came out, I'm very much or very was very much like a CGI guy. Like if it doesn't look good, if it if it looks cheesy, nope. And that's why I didn't watch Star Trek. I wasn't a big Star Trek guy cuz I thought it just looked so like cheesy, like almost like you could see something in the background. And you're like, oh yeah, that's a prop. Obvi- you know, absolutely, oh, then you, it's a you, prop. Then you couldn't handle Evil Dead. Then I, that's one of my favorite movies in the world. Oh my god, that was so. Yes, I mean, don't so don't get me wrong, I love it, but that was so cheesy. <laughs> the fact I that would like he, they're trying to suck him in the portal, and you could see the rope hanging on his harness <laughs> in the back, like as he's spinning. Yeah, or I where he crushed the. Uh, the, the, the head of his sister or whatever underneath oh, on the yeah. stairs and you just, yeah. they, they crush her head and the eyes pop out it's like wow that's uh there's some effects yep. there wow yep i love that movie army of darkness still stands as one of my favorite movies in the world oh by far you ever uh i was gonna say did you ever read the comics that came after it i did not oh uh, man you, you heard of marvel zombies right yes well, they actually play out and tell you how the Marvel zombies showed up, and it's actually from Ash, from the really? Evil Dead Ash. Yeah, like <laughs> like a, it's a deadite that bites one of the one of the superheroes, 
or one of the superheroes ends up being a deadite or the Necronomicon turns a superhero into a deadite. And then that's just, that's how all hell broke loose. Yeah. It'd have to be the whole Necronomicon thing. Yeah. You don't, you don't remember my, my stream title the other day was uh Necto Verato or. Oh, no, you know what? When I was playing Resident Evil, I fucking named it that. You know what? I did catch that, but I, I just, I didn't read it. I saw it quick and I went, that looks familiar. (laughs) And then I just, Immediately went to watching you. Rude. Uh, I put I a lot of effort into that title, even though I can't even fucking say what it said. Yeah, I basically said them. Yeah, I basically, basically said most said. of them, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that movie. Yeah. That movie. But just, uh, man. Did you watch Ash vs. the Evil Dead? Have you watched that series? I have not. I, uh, I have a good friend of mine by the name of Cody who's going to hook me up with watching that one of these days. Yeah, I've watched the first season. I haven't, I haven't got to see the second. But well, it, was, just, it was such a, it's such a throwback to the stupidity that those movies were. It's so great, though. But they did it, from what I've read, they've done it in a good fashion. Not like Duke Nukem did, where it just completely shit on everything. Yeah. No, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely good. It's worth the watch, for sure. Definitely, those uh, those movies in that series holds up as like my favorite zombie type shit. I hate I hate Walking Dead. There, there I said it. I hate the Walking <laughs> Dead. Uh, I enjoy the comic books more than I have the the Walking Dead television show. Lost me about season three. It uh, lost me a season two. I couldn't get over the fact that they put so much time in that. Uh, the whatever, whatever you want to call it, the laboratory where it all started. I was just like, really? They're literally going to... And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this place is going to detonate. You got to get out. Like, that was such a Yeah, that was kind of lame. That oh, really was God. a lame plot. No, I, I watched through season two, and then I watched through season three because I season one I enjoyed. Season two came out, and I was like, wow, this really got slow real quick. So I said, you know what? No, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. You know, I'm not going to be that guy. And then after I got done with season three, I was just like, yeah... All right, I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of TV series right now we're catching up on. Uh, we just started watching Stranger Things. So catching oh, up on that show. Oh, man. You haven't finished Stranger Things nah, yet? It's, we, we finished episode five last night. So Oh, man. How are you liking it? Um, it's different than what I expected, but I'm not, not liking it. I, I, I enjoy, I'm enjoying it. I just... I was ex- after all the talk, like I was expecting. I th- I think I think me personally was expecting a different kind of show. Well, but it's cool. For, it's it's really it's really good show. For those '80s kids that grew up, you know, with the '80s in their life, that show hits so friggin' close to home because See? you had that Walkman, you had those shitty ass Christmas lights, <laughs> you know, you had well, yeah, all of that. You just and I think that, those that's old what parties. the and I think that's what the problem was a little bit is that's what everybody was saying was like, oh, if you're an 80s kid, this is going to speak solely to you. But I'm an 80s kid, and all I think of is Dungeons & Dragons. That's like, I'm like, that's... Well, that's what they start off with. Yeah, I was like, that's all that this show like has. I mean, obviously the clothes and just kind of like the cars and the way everything is. Like the world obviously is, you know, very 80s. But at the same time, I'm just like really the only like nerdism of that show that's like a throwback is D&D, which I never played D&D. Oh, we're going to have to change that. Yep. Never, oh, never we, played it. We are going to have to change that. 
No, but even like the little subtle things like them smoking indoors. Indoors? Man, back <laughs> back in the 80s, everybody <laughs> smoked indoors. Like you'd walk in, yep. you'd walk into a restaurant and you'd walk through this this just plume of smoke just to go, get to your table and sit down. I can remember that so friggin' vividly. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, uh yeah. The haircuts, the hairdos, all that shit is definitely all throwback. I was just expecting a little bit more, um, like, I guess, cultural 80s stuff. Like, more bigger picture. Like, so the new series, like, it shows them in Ghostbuster outfits. Like, that's the kind of shit, like, I was expecting. Like, I don't know. It's it's super good. The, the, with all that aside, like, what they're doing with that show is super interesting. I had no idea that it was... I don't know. I yeah. thought it was going to be a bunch of like minis. I thought it was, I literally thought it was going to be like a goosebumps type type thing where every episode is like a mini. Until until they kept going with the story, I was like, oh shit! Like the whole season's going to be this. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not yeah, mad about it, it. It gets uh, it gets better as you go on. Yeah, Netflix has really been uh, been hitting out of the park with some of their originals. I mean, some like a few of their originals have been pretty shitty. I won't say that they're everything they touch is gold, but uh, they've been they've been really knocking it out of the park. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Stranger Things. Um, I mean, they've really been doing a good job. I mean, they're, they're dude. They're even even Adam like, Sandler coming over and like doing strict Netflix original movies for them. Like, I love Adam Sandler. He's a fucking absolute idiot, but I love that guy. And it's like, ah, uh, damn it! What the what's the most recent movie where they fake their deaths? Oh damn it! What the oh, hell is that movie called? I haven't seen that one. Last dude, one I saw was uh... you gotta see it. It's so funny, dude. What the hell is it called? Do over? Yeah, it's called the Do Over. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, watch the Do Over. Do it. Right. Do yourself a favor. I'll, I'll do that after I watch uh, Signs. Yeah, a whole night. All right, so you're also gonna want to check out now. <laughs> I'll send you over a list. I'll send you over the. Um, you, I'll send you over a Matt Man's top ten in for the 1980s. I'll send you over a Matt's top ten for 1990s. Matt Man's top ten. We'll just go every ten ten year increment. No. Well, the next next horror movie I want to see. I think uh, I can't remember if it's The Road to Wellness or A Cure for Wellness. You seen the adverts for that one yet? I have not. I don't. I don't have TV. I don't watch many uh, trailers or anything. No, I've actually been seeing on like YouTube when I uh, when I go through and I'm. I'm clicking around on stuff yeah it's like the cure for wellness or the road to wellness i think it's the cure for wellness let me look it up quick yeah a a cure for wellness a 2017 psychological horror thriller film interesting yeah i'll have to to check it out yeah that's one to that's going to be one to check out as well yeah there's just been so many great horror flicks that have come out i mean i think i already mentioned it before but the thing john carpenter's the thing the new one was even pretty good oh the prequel yeah yeah because that was actually yeah. a prequel to the original yeah. thing yep well the best part yeah, is john carpenter's thing john yeah, carpenter's, the, thing, john was carpenter's thing was yes it was it was they were on the at the place and everything turned and people were going to investigate them not answering whereas this one was the first the people that were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was the Swedes. Well, the, yep. well, the cool it's part good. is the new one that came out that was a prequel to John Carpenter's thing, there was originally a black and white thing where it was the Swedes. You're on the Swedish, I believe it was, you're on the Swedish uh, 
You Are the Sweeter Space. So John Carpenter's Thing was a sequel to that one. And then the new one that was made was actually a remake of that original one. Oh, shit. Okay, I see what, I see what you're talking about. That, may, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it was good. John, John Carpenter's Thing really gave you that. Like, the new thing was was good. Don't get me wrong. But that John oh, Carpenter's original, Thing yeah. gave you that claustrophobic... You know, you can't go outside because it's sub zero out there. You can't it trust was Kurt who you're Russell, in there. right? Yeah, Kurt Russell with that that yeah. manly beard he had. Kurt Russell back and in the, the uh, Escape from Los Angeles days. Escape from New York days, yeah. Escape, yeah. There you go. That's what it was. Escape from New York. Snake Pliskin. God damn. What, what the fuck is that? I think his name was Snake Pliskin. In... That was Kurt in Escape from New York. Snake, really? No, really. I'm going to look it up. I'm pretty sure it was Snake Pliskin. Hold on. Yeah. Snake Pliskin. There he is right there. That's ridiculous. Bob Snake Pliskin, the protagonist of the film's (laughs) Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. (laughs) The the stupid facts you retain, right? Oh, God, yeah. I'm I'm actually looking forward to the days of dementia for me because I'm – I'm going to be like this 90-year-old or um, Tony Dinozo. I'm just going to randomly throw out facts on every fucking movie everybody's ever never seen. I'll probably wake up and just start quoting Down Periscope and The Crow. Oh, The Crow? Hell yeah, that's another great movie. Oh, man, the original 1990s? 1994? 95? No, 94. I think it was 94. Yup, Brandon Lee. Yeah. Yup, yup, yup. Dude, have you seen have you seen the newest one? Uh, which one's that? Uh, Crow. I want to say it's like Resurrection. I saw the last one that I saw had the kid from Terminator in it, and it sucked. Hmm. I don't oh. know. The, the last one I saw, the resemblance of Brandon Lee was unca- uncanny. Like I was like, "Holy shit, kid looks like he could be actually Brandon Lee's son." Well, the, the the last one that I remember was The Wicked Prayer, and that was the one with, um, that was the one with the kid from Terminator Two, and it oh. was just it was so whoever it wasn't that the story was bad, the acting was was mad, but the editing on that film, whoever edited that film, I think whoever edited that film also edited Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Ah, oh, it's such a good movie. It is, but the Love whoever, that movie. whoever so edited stupid. that movie, yeah, but whoever edited that movie literally just needs to be broken on the rack because <laughs> they they did not know what the hell they were doing. I think they were trained by Uwe Boll. That's just the only thing I can think of. Man, we could we we're gonna we're gonna need to have to uh, like break up these horror episodes in like five episodes because we could t- I could talk horror movies all day long. Oh yeah, oh, love yeah. it. Well, Actually, shit, man, we're we're at an hour plus. Do you want to? Do you want to oh, work Jesus, on wrapping yeah. up? You got you got any last? I mean, what were you gonna say? I didn't want to cut you off. No, but. no, no. I, I was just gonna say the uh, the crow, the the original crow was good. The second one, City of Angels, was the the guy talking about the French accent that sucked. But uh, Salvation was was decent. It wasn't fantastic, but it it was decent. If it uh, if you were looking for crow movies to watch, and the original one has already made its way through your system, Salvation would be one that I would point towards. Huh. I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen them all, but definitely the first one. Crazy, man. Well, shit, Cecil, where uh, where can people uh, 
find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Cecil versus Games, and you can find me on Twitch at Cecil Xavier. So www.twitch.tv forward slash Cecil Xavier, all one word, no spaces. Um, and I'm floating around Facebook somewhere, I think, is Cecil Xavier too. Just don't look for the guy that's got the army fatigues on. I'm the, I'm the other guy. <laughs> he, know, he knows his competition's profile picture. Well, guys, don't forget that even though uh, even though there's some new faces for on GNA, I'm sure we'll be having some uh, some returning guests. But uh, we are still uh, with the Ninja Pancake family, so don't forget to uh, go check out ninjapancake.com. A lot of great podcasts there as well. Um, hopefully, like what you heard, I'm Matt Man. You can find me on Twitter as I am Matt Man, and my Twitch is uh, TV forward slash DPS underscore Matt Man. And everybody have a great night. Have a good night, Cecil. Have a good night, Matt, man.